Welcome to the Positively Fit Podcast. This is the podcast for you to ditch the diets and become the strongest version of yourself through proper nutrition, mindset, and movement. Every single Sunday, we will be bringing you a new episode by one of us coaches that will empower you to unapologetically show up for yourself. We are here to give you the fitness and mindset hacks to bring out the strongest and most confident version of you. Welcome to the Posley Fit Podcast. I'm your host today, Megan, and I have brought on my good friend, Vivian. Vivian's also a health coach, and we have a really special topic for you guys today. We are going to open up and talk about our biggest struggles that we face today as health coaches. But before we dive in, Viv, I definitely want you to tell everyone a little bit about you because I'm sure some people that are listening don't know who you are. Hello guys, I'm so excited to be here. So my name is Vivian, as Megan previously said. I am a online nutrition and fitness coach for Team Evolve. And I am an ex-bikini competitor. I am just an avid love of weightlifting, of all things health and fitness. And I'm also Meg's very good friend and first friend when she moved to Arizona. Yes. And if you guys have been following me for a while, you remember I did a bikini competition during COVID and Viv was my partner in crime during that prep. She pushed me so hard. She was doing all the workouts right there with me. And she's definitely just a huge role model and honestly has body goals, literally body goals, six pack. (laughs) No, you look amazing though, but I'm super excited to have her on. She's the one who actually chose this topic. So tell us a little bit why you thought this would be a powerful topic. So with my clients, I do a one-on-one calls with them every week. And I have been getting a lot of feedback about when I talk about my personal struggles and how I overcome those or deal with those, I post that on my Instagram and a lot of my clients will tell me how helpful it is for them because they honestly thought that I was perfect, that I don't Mm. struggle with anything. And so they've always told me, I love when you post that, you know, I had no idea that you go through that and Mm -hmm. it just makes, it makes me feel less alone and that you really understand what I'm going through. So I thought it would be a great topic for us to talk about because a lot of people don't realize that we got into health and fitness coaching because we struggled with what they do. But what they see now is us years and years later of practicing these new habits. And we seem like we've never struggled with it or Mm -hmm. that we're experts. But in reality, we got into this field because we struggled with the exact same things Mm -hmm. that they do. Yeah, and I think it's also really powerful to recognize that we do still struggle. No one is perfect. Everyone out there is battling with their own struggles. And I truly think real power, real strength comes when you are able to take a step back and you're able to become more aware of what your strengths are and what your weaknesses are. What do you struggle with today? Because when you become aware of that, you're going to be more intentional with your actions and be able to have more of these things in place to help support you to overcome those weaknesses and also let's be real you guys we all learn and grow from those weaknesses right that is where we become a stronger person and this is a really powerful way for you to connect with yourself on a deeper level and truly get to know yourself that much better 
I love it. And I truly could not agree more. I could not agree more. Yeah. So before we dive into our big, biggest weaknesses, our biggest struggles that we're facing, let's highlight a little bit of our strengths because it is so powerful for you to recognize what are you really good at? You know, let's promote some of that self-love. <laughs> so tell us, Viv, what is one of your biggest strengths you feel when it comes to living a healthy lifestyle? I would say this is not particularly pertaining to health and fitness, but just how I live my life in general. Mm -hmm. And I would say my biggest strength, which, which I also take into my clients' journeys, is that I'm very good at analyzing and reflecting on potential obstacles, problems, slash weaknesses, and figuring out a very solid, clear, specific game plan for how to address those and overcome those. And I've utilized that skill in my health and fitness journey, my mm -hmm. business, everything to really minimize any of the obstacles that I face in general. Mm-hmm. What about I love you? that. I think for me, mine is definitely that I have... I'm really good at consistency over perfection. It's something I preach all the time to clients. And I will have days where maybe I overdrink alcohol or I have sweets for breakfast like I did this morning, but I'm never going to let that affect the rest of my day or affect tomorrow. Like I don't fall into this all or nothing trap. I know that, you know, having one bad day of nutrition or skipping my workout, like that is not going to ruin my progress. And that's not going to stop me from constantly working on living a healthy lifestyle and bettering myself. I would definitely say that's your strength. And I also believe that you take that into every other area of your life as mm -hmm. well. You're really good at not catastrophizing mistakes or blips yeah. in your journey. And you just keep chugging along and mm -hmm. you keep moving towards your goal. And I love that about yeah. you. Well, thank you. And I definitely think it's something I try to encourage everyone to do because at the end of the day, no one is perfect. And if we continuously try to have this perfection mindset, we are literally setting ourselves up for failure over and over and over again. It's so true. And that's actually one of the skills that I've really learned from you. Mm -hmm. The more that I've been around you is just how good you are at not obsessing over the little things in mm -hmm. like having that make or break anything because yeah. I feel like that's definitely I mean I know we're gonna go into this yeah. but I feel like that <laughs> has definitely been one of my struggles in general yeah absolutely and I think my struggle you already know what it is I know it's something that you're able to support me and help me with too so I'm excited let's dive in to our biggest struggles that we face today live in a healthy lifestyle let me ask you this before we get into it. Has your struggle changed over the years of your health and fitness journey or do you feel like you've always had the same struggle? I think that you, in many ways, you could say I've always had the same struggle, but it's definitely shifted where it's definitely shifted and it's not as big of a struggle as it used to be but I've definitely always struggled with my relationship with food and just the eating aspect okay that makes sense what about you mine has definitely evolved over the years of mm -hmm. you know as we change and grow as people yeah. I I would say mine has changed and evolved but with that being said, what is your biggest struggle that you face in your health and fitness journey? Yeah, I would say mine is definitely just having the willpower 
to say no when it comes to sweets. I definitely find myself just not having the control that I want to have and I often can overeat. And back when I was younger and just getting on my health journey, I really struggled a lot with binge eating. So I still had that same struggles when it came to nutrition and just having self-control. Now I don't think it's that extreme anymore. By all means, I have a lot more control in that. I don't experience the binge eating, eating, but I still do find myself lacking control when it comes to sweets. Whereas it's almost easier for me to say no completely than to just have one cookie or to just have one bite. Because once I have a bite, I want more and I don't always have the control to say no. And I really want to highlight that this is definitely more for sweets because I have full control eating my vegetables and eating my fruit. I'm not overeating and over consuming those things. It's more of the sweets. I do find sometimes it can also be alcohol. Like I definitely can be one where I have a couple drinks. I start feeling really good and then I have a couple more and before I know it, I feel like shit. (laughs) I've definitely (laughs) been there for sure. Yeah. Yeah. So I think that's my biggest struggle of something that I constantly know, like I know that's a struggle for myself and I, because I know that I'm very aware of it and I don't keep sweets in the house. Thankfully, my partner is the same way as me. So we really support each other in that. And we don't keep, if you look, open up my pantry, you're not going to find any junk food. You're not going to find those sweets. Cause I know if I had it, I would be consuming them. So that makes me think of something that I feel like is commonly preached in the fitness community, which is you know, have the treat, have Mm -hmm. one or two, find your balance. Yeah. So where does your positioning stand on not ever having it or like cutting it out completely because you know you can't control yourself Yeah. versus keep it in the house, learn how to control yourself, have one or two so that you don't feel deprived. Yeah. What are your thoughts? You know, it's something that I've constantly worked at and constantly worked at trying to control that. And I just find that I just do better not having it in the house. Like personally, mentally, I feel a lot better knowing it's not there. I don't have those temptations, but I also don't completely restrict it. I absolutely still enjoy the fun things, especially on vacation. Like we went to Disney a couple weeks ago or, and I was enjoying all the yummy treats. I let myself do that because let's be real, food is delicious and it's part of just living life to the fullest and enjoy enjoying yourself. But at the same time, I'm very aware that it doesn't necessarily make me feel my absolute best. Sugar, for sure, if I overeat it, I can get really bad headaches, migraines where I almost feel hungover and it's simply from the sugar. It just brings my energy down. It doesn't make me feel 100% myself. And so because of that, I don't want to be consuming it on a daily basis. Okay, that totally makes sense. So it sounds like your version of balance is don't keep it in the house. Mm -hmm. But if you are on vacation, if you're going out to eat, if Mm -hmm. you have like a special event, you allow yourself to indulge. Absolutely. Definitely special occasions, birthdays, holidays. Like I'm going to indulge. I'm going to enjoy it. Because I also know that I've done the flip side. I've done bikini competitions where I've completely restricted myself. And a lot of times that is what often can lead to the binge eating because you're in such a restrictive mindset then when it's right in front of you you can't control yourself and you you eat so much to the point where you feel sick and so obviously i do not want that 
ever to happen. I don't want to feel like that. And I know that it's going to be around, you know, like sweets and alcohol in general too. Like you are going to be around those things. They're not going to just completely be out of your life because let's be real. When you go to holiday parties, when you go to family dinners, when you go to these restaurants, like they're around, they're going to be there. So you want to be able to learn what works best for you. That totally makes sense. And I love that you've found what personally works for you mm-hmm. and that you still allow yourself to have yeah. those things so that you don't, like you yeah, said, yeah. binge yeah. go crazy. And I think it's important to recognize that this is not the case for everyone. Like you, for instance, you probably can have these things in your house and you're totally fine. You have control. I know Coach Nikki, she was just talking about this. Like she has a whole pantry full of all these things and she has very good control over that, which is awesome. But I've realized like that's just not my strength. You know, that's a weakness. It's something that I have battled with for a very long time and I feel like I probably always will. Now, of course, I'm always looking at how I can improve my relationship with food and have more control and we'll get a little bit into that later but before we do open up a little bit and tell us about your weakness what is your biggest struggle so you know several years ago I would have told you that I thought my weakness was an all-or-nothing mindset Mm -hmm. of kind of the same thing that you struggled with where I would never have sweets and then when I would, I would not be able to control myself, but mostly mm-hmm. because I was just mentally and physically restricting myself. But as I've grown and evolved, I have learned to embrace my qualities and traits, and I actually don't see that as my weakness anymore. Mm-hmm. What I personally think now is my weakness is actually just learning how to stick to my own guns and not be swayed by the opinions of other people in the fitness industry. I personally think that is my weakness because I will consume a lot of content from other Mm -hmm. fitness creators to see, you know, just what's trending out there, what people are talking about, what is interesting the audience. Mm -hmm. And I have to, I've noticed that it really would sway what I thought I should do in my own fitness journey But then I realized that doesn't feel good to me. That doesn't Mm -hmm. make me feel my best or make me the happiest. Yeah. So I would say just my weakness is learning how is, well, my biggest struggle is taking the opinions of others and thinking that that's how I should live my life. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And so what I'm working on is, okay, let's take data from my life and figure out what are the habits? What does my daily life look like when mm-hmm. I felt my best and my most happiest and truest to myself? Yeah. And if that doesn't align with what other people say is best or what you should do, that's okay. It's not bad, good, right or wrong, and neither is their way. Yeah. It's just that different things work for different people. Mm-hmm. That's why we are called individuals. And yeah. it's just reminding myself that, hey, what works for them doesn't mean it's going to work for me. Like you said, you found that not having sweets in the house Mm -hmm. works for you. Mm -hmm. Um, And it's funny because I would coach my clients and I would always give them the advice of just because you heard that or even because I posted something that said that this is the best way does not mean that you need to do it that way. Because if that doesn't work for you and your lifestyle that you want to live, Mm -hmm. you don't have to do it. And it's funny because then I realized I need to take my own advice. Yeah, that's the hardest part, taking (laughs) your own advice. It's so much easier said than done. (laughs) Yeah, well, I guess you just don't think about like, oh, that advice also applies to me because sometimes we're just so in our own heads. So 
I feel like that's probably not what people would consider a typical weakness, but that is definitely what I've been struggling with lately. Yeah. And I think so many people can relate to that in some way. I know a lot of clients out there. I know a lot of girls out there that do struggle with just knowing what to do because they hear so many outside opinions from families, from friends. They might see other people doing keto. They see other people doing this or that, and they feel like they have to do it that way. But just like you said, just because someone else is doing it or saying that you should do or this or that doesn't necessarily mean it's going to be the best thing for you. I completely agree. And I'm curious, you know, because we're both fitness coaches. Mm -hmm. So if I was your client, what advice would you give me? I think a lot of not comparing yourself to others or hearing everyone else's outside opinions is truly spending the one-on-one time with yourself and making sure that you know what you want. And maybe this is something you do on a monthly basis where before, you know, you start the month or like January, beginning of January, like set your intentions for the month of what you want to do mentally for yourself, physically for yourself professionally for yourself so that way you're not letting all these outside opinions dictate your decisions you're truly deciding more for your own what you want your focus to be girl I love that (laughs) I love that so much because I feel like a you know and I'm actually I'm literally going to implement this advice like for the month of January so when I asked you, I'm like actually going to take this yeah. advice. And you can even think about like just special outings. Like, oh, I want to do this or with D or I want to go out to eat and enjoy this at this point or I don't want to do that or whatever it may be. You know, really setting your intentions ahead of time. And then, then it comes down to like sticking with your word because you will still have outside opinions. You're going to see things on social media. You're still going to see all these things. But then it's reminding yourself, nope, like I want to stay true to me and what I want. That is so true. Also, for those of you who are listening who don't follow me, D is my boyfriend. Yes. Just so you know. (laughs) (laughs) He's awesome. You need to go check out his Instagram because he definitely has some funny ones. I actually made a funny reel with him. Oh my God. Yeah. That was the best. We need to do that again. (laughs) That was amazing. Yeah, it was. So tell me, what would your advice be for me? And I'm sure you have some good advice because I know you probably have clients that probably have a very similar struggle as I do. Well, it depends. So your situation is great because your significant other doesn't is also the same as you where yeah. he doesn't require he doesn't want sweets in the house or else he will also, you know, overindulge. Mm-hmm. However, if you are in my situation where my boyfriend loves all the treats, sweets and, you know, beyond yeah. in the house, <laughs> It's different. And I, what I will say is that I used to struggle with what you struggled too. And I know mm-hmm. you've told me, oh, you have so much self-control. Mm-hmm. I did not come like this. It is because I had to practice with a boyfriend who loves having treats yeah. in the house. And I could only ask him to keep it out for so long until he would feel like he couldn't live his life because of my fitness goals, which yeah. I never wanted. Yeah. Ideally... You know, I'd be dating you, May, and we... (laughs) We would have no sweets. We would have no sweets. (laughs) Yeah. That's ideal because I do have to exert willpower on Mm -hmm. a daily basis because I see them and they Mm -hmm. are there. So your current situation, I think what you're doing is great. Mm -hmm. Don't have it in the house. Allow yourself to have it when you want to, like events, holidays, etc. And, you know, 
that's a story in itself. I mean, when you have holidays, do you feel like you overindulge in sweets and don't like struggle controlling yourself? I think sometimes. I mean, I definitely feel there's times where I make myself really proud. I just have one and I'm like, yes, I feel great. But, you know, even thinking like two weeks ago, I was with two pregnant girls and they had cookies and I definitely ate one too many cookies that I, I instantly had a headache from that sugar. And I was like, wow, I overdid it. I should not have consumed all these cookies. So I definitely feel at times I do overeat, which I'm sure many people can relate to as well. Yes, absolutely. I mean, I do too as well. Even last night I had yeah. a holiday dinner party. Definitely ate way more than I planned. Yeah. So again, no it one's happens. perfect. Yeah. But I definitely would say that the more you practice something, the more of an expert, mm-hmm. for lack of a better term, that you become in it. So because you don't practice self-control since you don't have sweets in the house, yeah. when you are around sweets, it is going to be harder because you have not practiced that. It's like... I mean, I can't imagine how many skills you've practiced in your business mm-hmm. that you've never had before, whether it's self-confidence or putting yourself out there. But the yeah, more you do, do something, yeah. the easier so it becomes. True. And yeah. so I definitely struggled with all the sweets in the beginning, but because I practice it on a daily basis, mm-hmm. it has gotten Better. monumentally yeah. easier. And so, you know, you can definitely do... I would say if you continue doing what you're doing, it's the easiest route. And if you like where you're at, stick to that. Mm-hmm. If you like your relationship with sweets and alcohol just in general, then I would say keep doing what you're doing. But if you ever feel like you need more self-control, then I would actually have you have a snack or something that you crave in the house mm-hmm. and practice just having it there and either having one serving or not touching it at all same with alcohol I would have you have it in the house maybe like a small bottle that kind of tempts you Mm -hmm. and practice actually having it in the house feeling tempted and then not acting on those urges because what you'll find is that the more you have urges and don't act on them the more you'll actually be able to have that self-control in all other areas of your life that tempt you. Yeah, no, it's so true. Definitely something I can work on for sure. I think my biggest struggle isn't necessarily the saying no, it's having just one, like one bite or one cookie. So I definitely think you're right that if I start practicing that even more at social outings or like holidays, just practicing only having one portion, portion, which one small piece let's be real for sweets man it's like this much is what you're supposed to consume but I think by practicing that I'm going to start to learn gain more and more of the strength to have that willpower to say no yes absolutely Mm -hmm. and hopefully for those of you listening what you can really take is that as much advice as you know me and Meg give or any other fitness coach that you see we are all still learning and having knowledge and expertise in an area does not mean that you're an expert in practicing that mm, knowledge. Yes, like I've heard, <laughs> I've heard, oh, don't compare yourself. I know yeah. I shouldn't, yeah. yet I still do. What Absolutely. that, you know, what that yeah. means is I just have a gap in practicing, mm-hmm. not controlling myself because that's a completely different yeah. skill. 
No, absolutely. And I think it's important to recognize that no one is perfect and you're going to go through so many seasons of life and you're going to have ups and downs and strengths and weaknesses. And I know too, if I find myself where my I'm really lacking control. That is always a sign to me that I most likely will be benefiting from having a coach, of having someone in my corner. And I still, to this day, go on and off of having coaches. Absolutely. When I'm really feeling I'm losing that self-control, it's a sign that I need a coach because I do not want to fall down into the ditch. I do not want to go back into this hole that I used to be. And I'm never going to stop working on myself and striving to be the best version of me. And I think it's so important to recognize that we all struggle and the real strength comes from you recognizing that and then doing something about it. I completely agree. I mean, even, you know, you're not my coach, but even you right now just telling me, you know, take that day Mm -hmm. to yourself and reflect on your goals. I'm like, just the fact that someone else outside of me told me Mm -hmm. that that was what I should do or that's good advice is actually now making me want to do that. Whereas if that conversation was with myself, I might just blow it off like, eh, you know, Mm -hmm. I should, great idea, but not going to. So it's so valuable having the input of someone outside of your own head, actually helping direct what you should do in the situation that you're in Mm -hmm. and that authority actually makes you way more likely to go out and do those things that you know are going to benefit you yeah absolutely I love that well thank you so much for hopping on this has been so fun I hope it was a really amazing episode that just resonated with a lot of people and just reminds everyone listening to that no one is perfect we all have our ups and downs and to just never stop working on yourself I heard that sister yeah <laughs> thank you guys so much for having me I had such an amazing time You know I adore the crap out of you, May. So thank you so much. Yes. Thanks, guys. We'll see you next week on the Posley Fit Podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in to the Posley Fit Podcast. I am forever grateful for your constant support, love, and encouragement. You all mean more than you will ever know. Please let me know any topics you'd like to hear on the podcast. And if this episode resonated with you in any way it would mean the world if you could share with your friends family and social media if you haven't done so already please take a second to rate review this podcast on itunes where i can continue to bring you value thanks again and i'll see you next week on the posley fit podcast